Welcome to the Thrive Life Show. I'm your host, Donnie Prasad. They call me Pastor D. And I'm excited you've decided to connect with me on this podcast where we focus on thriving in life and leadership, not just surviving, but thriving. And as always, if this blesses or helps you in any way, please do share it with a friend. Now let's get into today's episode. Thank you guys for being out with me again tonight. We're getting ready to thrive and I believe God has been blessing uh, many of us over these last few weeks, last few months. It's been crazy, but yet still God has been good in how he's um, been working in this season. Amen. So do me a favor, please. I'm thriving. Yes. If you haven't already, just hit the share button so we can be a blessing to those who might be online and can tune in and catch us now or catch this later. All right. Um, just a couple of things before we get into into the session tonight. We were, you know, when I started going live earlier this year, uh, Avenel, good to see you. Um, when I started going live earlier this year, I, I was going live at 830 and then we shifted to 9, 9 p.m. Eastern. But I am thinking of going back to 830. So let me know, uh, for those of you who are on with me here, what you think about 8.30. Um, I'm thinking of going back to the original original time that we used to do for those who are online at 8.30 with me. So I know people are tuning in from different time zones. All right. So let me know if that what you think of 8.30. Also want to shout out my man, Joe Boudou. He does a great job for me. Um, Jonathan, good to see you. Uh, Joel is the guy who helps me with the audio for the podcast and he makes sure the podcast uh the audio is ready and right all right so we are going to um so i'm looking at at changing so shout out to him and listen we've been dealing with uh, we've been dealing last week with the your story we've been talking about our process all of us is going through a process and none of us likes process all right none of us likes process but we're going through a process and we each have a story and the process is necessary because it helps to reveal our story. As we go through this process, I made a statement last week, the process is a prophetic revelation of your story because it unfolds every single day. You get to see more of what God is doing, what he's already pre-planned and how it's coming to pass in your life. All right. So the process is is necessary. I had to go through a process to move. I don't like moving. Hey, Jane, good to see you. We had to go through a process uh, the end of last year to get stuff ready to move from one place to the next. I tell you, I, I don't. The word isn't even dislike. I despise moving. But if we didn't go through the process, we couldn't get to the blessing. So God has a blessing for you. He's got a blessing for me. But we've got to go through the process. And each of us has a story. Your story is so powerful. Somebody said again, my story is for God's glory. We've got a story. We go through things that God allows to happen because he is the author of the story. He's written out every moment of your life um, before you were even here. And he and we want to follow what the the what the author has penned for us. So your story is for God's glory, whatever you're going through. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, God has a way of turning it around, using it for his glory 
And thank God for your story. It is so powerful. Remember what I said last week, don't silence your story. Let me give another example. You know, maybe somebody grew up um, not knowing or not knowing their parents or having that relationship, maybe single parent home or just never meeting your father or your mother. That's a that's a story in and of itself. You've gone through uh, something that is very uh, specific. For me, I can't minister or help somebody in the in the way you can because I've grown up in with both my parents. But you have a specific story, and God can use that story to minister to people. He can use you to help somebody deal with that. So your story is powerful. Your story is unique, and God wants to use you to be a blessing. Uh, good to see you, Nari from Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago, TNT. I'm looking forward to coming to Trinidad too. I haven't been to Trinidad in a while, uh, and when I, I when I was last in Trinidad, I told the folks I love doubles, and they made sure I had doubles for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. All right, love it. All right, yes, your story is for God's glory. But tonight, I want to talk about get into something. Um, our circle, your circle. Whatever you are going through is for the glory of God. God's going to take you through. But each of us, yes, like I said, we go through a process. We have a story, but all of us operate in a circle. Look forward to having you. Yes, look forward to being. All of us have a circle and we operate in circles. The big picture circle is I'm, when I'm talking about circle, I'm talking about the, the people that are connected to you, the, the people who are around you. And I'm also referring to our circle of influence. All of us operate in circles. I don't mean we go around and around. I mean, let me look, use myself. I, I operate in a family circle with my family, my extended family. I operate in a ministry circle, in ministry things. I operate in business circle with business related things. We operate in different social circles. We all and all of that put together is our circle. The people who are around us and the influence we have, all of that together is our circle. And it's, so it's important that we understand and know our circle, know how we show up. Paulette, good to see you. Know how we show up and how we operate in these circles. Um, and we should also recognize that there are some circles we're not supposed to operate in. Somebody say amen right there, because that will help a lot of us. Some of us are trying to get into circles. Listen, when I was in high school, I wanted to be a part of certain circles because that's where, you know, it looked like everything was going down. But some of those circles that I wanted to get into, and I, and I did in some cases, they weren't good for me. So not every circle you're meant to operate in. So you've got to understand, I've got to understand um, the circle that I have and the circle of, of, of the influence. Deborah, good to see you. And my friend, Minister Chris. All right, so it's important. But I want to say something. We've got to understand circles. We've got to know who is in our circle. We've got to, this is so important. We've got to understand who is in your circle. Let me say something right here. Not everyone, Susan, good to see you. Not everyone in your circle is meant to be in your story. Uh-oh. I want to say that again. Not everyone who is in your circle is meant to be in your story. God penned your story. He ordered and written it all out in Psalms 139. We read it last week. All right. God has ordered your story. 
and written out every day. And I believe God has written people into the narrative of your story. In different chapters of your life, uh, God has people that he's written that should be in your story. But I do believe that not everyone in your, in your circle is meant to be in your story. They, they, some people are inserted into your circle to disrupt your story. Come on, somebody. Some people are in your circle, not because God wrote them into, the, into, your, into your story, but because the enemy is trying to get them into your circle to disrupt and interrupt your story. The plan that God has for you, the things that God is trying to do in your life, they are people who are assigned to work against you. Come on. They are people assigned. Now, whether or not they know it, whether or not they understand it, the enemy knows how to use people in your circle. Ultimately, people are, are there to help you or people are there to hurt you. And we need to have a spirit of discernment to distinguish who's there to help and who's not really trying to help you, who's smiling with you, but they're not really with you. Who's, who's, who, who looks like they're supporting you, but they're not really, they're not really there. Yes, some of you have experienced this. So if you've experienced it, somebody say, yes, it, it's, listen, it's happened to me. We know but that not everybody in our circle, watch this, please. Not everyone in your circle is in your corner. Come on, I want to say that again. Not everyone in your circle is in your corner. Not everybody in your circle that maybe pats you on the back and, and says, hey, what's up? I like what you know. Not everybody. Dion, good to see you. JR, good to see you. Not everybody in your circle is in your corner. That's why we've got to have a spirit of discernment. Father God, I thank you. Lord, I'm praying that tonight you're helping your people. You're helping us to discern, to see things more clearly. Tanya, good to see you. We need, I talked about this, we need to know the voice of God because God is going to protect his children. He's going to protect us. He's going to help us to understand the people in the circle, in our entire circle, who is there to help us. Sometimes we hurt the people who is there, who, who, who's in our circle to help us. I want to say this. Way back in the garden, when God created Adam and Eve, even in the garden, there was a snake. There was a snake in the garden, somebody. Tatenda, good to see you. There was a snake in the garden. No matter how nice your garden looks, no matter how it looks like everything might be thriving, so to speak, there's snakes in your garden. There's snakes in the grass. You've got to be careful. I want to touch that, but... I can't, I don't think I can touch it tonight. Maybe next week I'll talk about snakes and wolves. We got to understand snakes and wolves, but we'll deal with that later. But even in the, even in the garden, they are, they are snakes. So we've got to understand that everybody in the circle is there to help us. So we've got to learn to distinguish and the spirit of God is going to, um, can help us. So I want to deal with that tonight. Understanding your circle, understanding and knowing who is in your circle right? I like to say this, that our, this world is all about relationships. From the time you get up from the, to the time you go to sleep, we're engaged in relationships somehow. When God made Adam, the first level of relationship was established. Relationship between God and between man. 
Chariah, what's up? Good to see you. When God made Eve, the next level of relationship was established, human relationships, all right, with each other. And then when man sinned in the garden, the third level of relationship was established because man's conscious, uh, conscience awakened in him, all right, and now his relationship to self. So we have relationship to God, relationship to others, relationship to, to self, Three levels of relationship. Every relationship in this world fits into one of those three categories. We Every one of those relationships. So it's important that we learn to manage relationships. You've got a process. You've got a story. But if you and I don't know how to manage relationships, nothing that we're trying to achieve, we are going to accomplish. We've got to learn how to nurture, grow cultivate all of the right relationships good to see everybody on here um, do me a favor if you haven't already hit that share button we've got to understand our circle and understand relationships right we can never get there let me look at jesus for a moment jesus is masterful of course jesus operated in different circles i want to show you the circles that jesus operated in I'll give you some broad categories, but we can learn from Jesus. He is always the model, the template, the example, the way, the truth, the life. Hey, the answer. All right. Come on. Yes. He's got to be the center of your circle for real. Yes, I hear that. I hear that. But Jesus ministered in levels and circles. So one circle that Jesus had was the crowd. So Jesus dealt with the crowd. All right. That was his public ministry. Then Jesus had disciples. He had 12 disciples. In Luke chapter 10, we we read about 70 disciples that he sent out. So you can say there was the 70. And then you can say it was the 12. But then Jesus had another circle. I'm going to call that his inner circle. Peter, James, and John. And the beautiful thing about Jesus is he understood his circle. He knew how to function in each of those spheres or each of those circles. Jesus, this is so important. Jesus knew how to relate to each circle. He knew how to operate in every circle. What do I mean? When Jesus was was dealing with the crowd, he showed himself a certain way. He dealt with them a certain way. He was dealing with that circle or or he, he, he knew how to deal with that. But when he was with the disciples, they saw another side of Jesus. That was another circle in his life. He, there, there was more intimacy. There was more levels of conversation that were deeper than with the crowd. But when Jesus was even with the inner circle, Peter, James, and John, they saw stuff, they experienced stuff that the other disciples didn't, and the crowd never saw. Jesus understood how to manage his circle, and he understood how to deal. Peter, James, and John, they saw Jesus in his greatest moments and when he was transfigured on the Mount of Transfiguration. They saw him in his lowest moment. When he was in the garden of Gethsemane and he was crying, if you can, Father, if you can take this cup from me, take it from me, right? Not my will, but your will be done. Jesus was masterful. What did Jesus do? We got to learn from this. Jesus set relational boundaries. Come on, somebody say relational boundaries. He set relational boundaries. So he dealt with the crowd a certain way. He dealt with the disciples a certain way. And he dealt with the inner circle a certain way. The problem and the challenge that we have is that we sometimes miss relational boundaries. Things that are for 
the disciples, he didn't show it to the crowd. Today, we've got issues where we're supposed to certain things that are for the crowd. We, we, sorry, certain things that are for our inner circle or for our closest ones. We're putting it out into the crowd. We don't have relational boundaries. We, 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 and we run into problems when we don't have boundaries in our, in our circles and our relationships. We're sharing the wrong things with wrong people. Listen, we got some things that are for private and people are putting it out all over social media. You've, you've got to, we've got to set boundaries so that we can operate correctly in each of the circles. Everything is not for the crowd. Everything is not for social media. Jesus understood this principle. He set the principle. He related differently in every circle. You know, some of us, I've seen some things, you've seen some things that there's certain things that are private. But yet still, it's, it's, it's broadcasted all over social media. There's certain pictures that are not meant for everybody to see, but yet still people putting it out for everybody to see. Mm-hmm. Okay. You've got to, you've got to set relational boundaries because it's important for your story. It's important for your process. It's important for you in terms of being able to fulfill what God wants you to do. So we, we need people. People are part of our story. There's, I don't believe one minute that is anything like individual success. No such thing as individual success in my book. We, we've got great athletes who are superstars as individuals, but they didn't get there by themselves. We've got amazing preachers, teachers, lawyers, doctors, encouragers, carpenters, whatever. But I don't believe in individual success. Everybody... What, regardless of the success you achieve, there are people that have contributed to your life. There's so many people that have contributed to me. I've got mothers who were so worried about me. My own mother, and my own mother, my, my own uh, spiritual mothers, people who pray for me and they said, Lord, they covered me in prayer. People that have helped me. I have a, a, a mentor in my life, a business mentor. I'm trying to show you this, the circles, it's the circle that you operate in is very important. I have a business mentor who I worked for him. He was my boss for many years, and I learned so much from him. So many things in the business world that he taught me, and I understood from him. He's a, he was an amazing mentor. But you know what? This man, and I've said this many times, and I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the day that I bring him to the church. He's, he's coming. We're going to make this thing happen. I want to bring him to our church at ESP Worship Center, I want to introduce him to our church and publicly thank him for the influence he's had on my life. But I want to say this, it sounds strange, but this man has made me a better preacher. We never talked, he never said, hey, this is how you should preach. He's not a preacher. He's a business person. But he's, he helped me to become a better preacher because he taught me how to think. He taught me how to look at things and solve things and and these skills that I learned, I applied to the word of God. I applied to the studying of the scripture. You need people. You and I need people to help us along this journey. Um, and we need people for the fulfillment of our assignment. We cannot succeed on our own. Find people you can learn from. Absolutely. But here's what I want to get to for a little bit right now. So we've got a circle. And there are different smaller circles within that. 
But Jesus operated in this way. Jesus had an inner circle. Every single one of us needs an inner circle. You cannot make it without an inner circle in your life. The inner circle is so key. Jesus had Peter, James, and John. You and I, we need, first of all, Jesus to be the center. All right? Jesus got to be the center of our circle. But you need and I need an inner circle. None of us can operate without um, having people that are close to us. The inner circle is going to help you. Let me go through some things real quick. Watch this. The inner circle is are people that you can trust. I mean, you don't ever have to worry that they're gonna do you when you, you that they're gonna talk behind your back. These are people that are there to protect you. People that you know that has your back. And we need this is the kind of these are the kinds of people we need in the inner circle. Jonathan David had an inner circle. All right, in certain phases of his life. Jonathan, Saul's son, was his homie. That was his ride or die. That was his, his boy that was going to protect him. Jonathan was in his inner circle and protected David from his own father. That, those are the kinds of people you've got to look for to be in your inner circle. People that you can depend upon. People that you can trust. And I believe God has those kinds of people for you to be part of your inner circle. But let me say this, don't let your present pay for the mistakes of people in your past. Don't let people in your present pay for mistakes that other people have made in the past. God has people in your present that should be in your inner circle, but sometimes we kind of withdraw, we don't open up, we don't connect with them, we don't, we're not transparent with them because someone else hurt us in the past. All of us have been there. We've all been hurt. We've all had people, you know, stomp on us and then say things to us. And it kind of causes you to withdraw. That's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to pull away from the people that God has assigned to help you in the season that you're in, in the chapter that you are in. We need to have an inner circle. And it starts with people that you can trust. People that you can be transparent with. Everybody needs an inner circle. Everybody. Preachers need inner inner circles. You know, sometimes you think maybe preachers got it all together. No, that's not true. We're doing what we're doing. We're doing our best at it, but there, we need people alongside of us. We need an inner circle. We need an inner circle. I have, I'll say, and we need to manage conversations. I have a friend that we talked to each other a couple weeks ago, a minister friend. All right, a minister friend, and I was able to talk to him about some challenges, and he was able to talk to me about some challenges. That conversation that we had was not for the crowd. I can't have that conversation with the crowd. I understand there are relational boundaries of things that are not meant for the crowd. We've got to be careful that you're not sharing things with the crowd that you, that you should be talking to the inner circle with. Somebody said, Samantha, you're building the inner circle. That's right. And I believe God is giving us discernment to build the inner circle. If you're going to get to the next stage of where God wants you to be, you need to make sure you've got, you have the right people. Um, you've, oh, I'm, I'm going to get to, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but we've, you've got to have the right inner circle. The inner circle is going to protect you. All right. The inner circle is going to stand up for you. Even when something somebody says, listen, Pastor D, he's so and so and he did this and this. The inner circle will jump up and say, no, I don't believe that. 
No, no, no. I, I can I can vouch for him. I can vouch for her. Your inner circles can't be moved by the opinions of people. You need and you if you're gonna be somebody's inner circle, you can't be uh, up and down and and oh, I didn't know that you know this was like that. The inner circles got your back. The inner circle will always challenge you. I want to touch this for a moment. The inner circle will always challenge you. Your core, the people who are your ride and die. Everybody needs a ride or die. People that's going to challenge you. A couple, a few years ago, I had a chance to. We were at a dinner, and with the CEO of a very large company in Vancouver. I don't want to say the name of the company, so I won't say the name. But we were we were having dinner with the CEO, and you know, every time God allows me to get into these situations where I'm sitting with CEOs or, or, or people who are very senior in, in companies because of what I do from a business perspective, I'm like a sponge. That's another principle. Uh, and I try to learn as much as I can. But he said when he, when he joined the company, the first thing he had to figure out was who was going to be on the, the inside with him. Who's going to be his inner circle? Who could roll with him? Who could he really trust in, in that organization to build with him? And he said he, he talked to a few people in the organization. He said this to him. And, and everybody's like, oh, that's good. That's great. But he said, no, that annoyed him. He didn't want to hear that. He said all, he realized that everybody around him was a bunch of yes men. And we're and a bunch of yes women, meaning whatever he said, they were going to say, oh, that's a great idea. Come on. That's good. That's good. But he said he went into one man's office. He sat down and talked to him. And he's the only one that had to and used a particular phrase to stand up to him and say, no, that's crazy. And he said he respected that man and he became part of the inner core from, for his management team. Your inner circle has to challenge you. The inner circle is not there to tell you every decision you make is good. The inner circle is not going to tell you that everything that you're trying to do is going to work. You need people to be real with you. People to tell you when you're doing something stupid. <laughs> I will pause right there and say amen, okay? Not everything that we think we want to do is a good idea. But you need people to tell you that's crazy. What are you doing? What, look at what you're giving up. You need people to be real with you. The inner circle is going to be real. Jesus was so real with the inner circle, with Peter, James, and John. He didn't hide things from them. Yes, he separated with the Father, but he allowed them to see his pain, his agony in Gethsemane. He allowed them to see the highs, the lows. He was open with them. Your inner circle has got to be real, and you've got to be real with people who you are, you know, who are in or you are part of their inner circle. Amen. Some truth tellers. I like that. People who are going to tell you like it is real talk. That's how you get refined. That's how you get better. And listen, we, I, we, honesty is so good. All right. You need the inner circle. I know there's some people who are going to tell me like it is. All right. I got some. I, there's some people like that. And that's good. Because we sometimes need to hear the tough stuff. We sometimes need to hear, listen, no, you messed up, bro. Bro, you, you messed up. That's a bad decision. Why, you did, why did you do that? So the inner circle is going to challenge you. The inner circle is going to protect you, people that you can trust. Yeah, not to pacify that, but that would give it to you real. But the inner circle is going to encourage you and strengthen you. That is where we need the inner circle the most because we go through the ups, the downs, the enemy knows how to, as I said, to put people. I'm going to deal with that later. Snakes and wolves. Oh, I want to touch that. 
But the the enemy knows how to put people to bring you down and break you uh, break you down. But God wants to put an inner circle around you to support you. Godly people, people that you can trust, people that you can call on to encourage you. We talked about this. When we begin to think that we can do it on our own and we just isolate ourselves, you, you're asking for trouble. You're going to get you're going to get eaten, if you will, like the animal that, that strays away from the pack, so to speak. We need people um, around us to encourage us in our lowest points. All right. If you come on, if you've ever received a phone call or somebody's ever reached out to you in a low point, you are an inner circle person. You know that you help them. God use you. And I thank God for you. Father God, I thank you for having used people here right now to speak into the lives of others. You encouraged somebody. You lifted them up. You did what God wanted you to do. And there are moments it goes the other way that you are feeling down. Um, you are feeling like you're not going to make it. You are feeling uh, to, to even to do something that, that's crazy. Even self-harm. But somebody reached out to you in that moment. God has put people around you. God's got people around us to help us. Um, We've got to be survivors, but we're moving to thrivers. So we need that inner circle that can encourage us, that can lift us up. All right. So I'm trying. I'm just giving you some some little nuggets here about some about what the inner circle is going to do for you. Why did Jesus even Jesus? Let me say it this way. Even Jesus had an inner circle. Come on. If you think you don't need people that are so close to you, you're absolutely wrong. God, give me a strong inner circle. Father, in Jesus' name, come on. Give me a a strong inner circle, God. God, I'm praying for people on this this stream right now that you're going to give them the right people as part of their inner circle. Because we need God. If you needed an inner circle, if Jesus needed... And now he, it was two, twofold with Jesus. He was pouring into Peter, James, and John because they were going to be amazing leaders. And he was pouring in deeply into them. But yet still, I believe Jesus had conversation with them, not recorded in Scripture. Not everything is in the Bible. So you've got to look for people that you can bring a part of, be a part of your inner circle. And, and don't be afraid to reach out to people. There are people that's going to help you. God is going to make those connections for you. There are spiritual leaders. There are people who are coming alongside of you that are part of your bigger, bigger circle. God wants you to be able to speak to them. Some of us are struggling because we're dealing with it on our own. We're not reaching out to people who God has already written into, your, into this chapter of your life. If they are there, they are there for a reason. Ask God to help you. Don't let pride stop you. Don't let don't let the whispers of the enemy say, ah, they're too busy. They don't really, they're not really going to respond. No, no, no. God, you know, listen, he wants to help us. Listen. All right, here we go. I'm trying to move that. I'm, I'm not going to be too long. I'm going to try to keep the, the streams a little bit, uh, the sessions a little bit shorter. All right. We need an inner circle because the inner circle, hear this, please. The inner circle are purpose partners. Oh, God, give me a purpose partner. Father, in Jesus' name, somebody need to say that. We need purpose partners. Your inner circle are purpose partners. They are there to push you, 
to push you further, to help you go the next step, to hold your hand when your hand needs to be held, to help wipe the tears when the tears need to fall, to surround you when you need to be surrounded, but your purpose partners are going to push you. They are people that God has assigned to you. God has assigned people to you in seasons of your life as purpose partners. They are. They should be part of your inner circle. You've got to be transparent with those people. You've God works through people. He will work through you. Many of you are purpose partners for people. Helping God in Jesus' name tonight. Lord, I thank you tonight for purpose partners. People that will run with you. People that would catch the vision. People that's going to serve alongside you. This is not just you trying to do fulfill your purpose and you're not looking out for anybody else. No, we do this thing together. I cannot do what I do without you, without people around me, without the teams. We've got teams of leaders at our church. There is no organization, no church, no ministry, no, no individual can function by themselves. I look at, let me look at our, use our church for a moment. The, the church is blessed with so many leaders. The church is blessed with so many, and many of you are connected to our ministry in some way. But we have to, we do it together. That is always the model of Jesus. Always the model. When he sent out the 70 to minister, he sent them in groups of two in Luke 10. God has assigned people to you, your purpose partners. Ah, God, I thank you tonight. I I did a video on this some time ago. Listen, whatever blesses you tonight, I want you to share whatever thought, whatever comment, because you are, you're partnering with, with what we're doing here on the Thrive Life Show. And as you share it, it's going to bless people. It's going to encourage people. You actually don't realize, and none of us will fully realize, that the simple things that we share, how that word can is so potent and powerful and can just uplift somebody with what you say. Maya, good to see you. So we need purpose partners. I, I, I want to say people that are going to, to push us further. Yeah, I love that. Iron sharpens iron. That's right. People that are going to keep you sharp. I, I did a video on this real quick. Walt Disney was a great, great Walt Disney who built Disneyland or Disney World. I never get them right. But everybody knows Walt Disney. He's an amazing uh, visionary and dreamer. But most people don't know Roy Disney, his brother. His brother was the one that was running alongside of him. His brother was an astute businessman that helped him even when they were on the verge of bankruptcy. Uh, he was a purpose partner in the life of Roy. It doesn't have to be a family member, but God is bringing people to your file. Let, let me, uh, okay, let me bring this on right now. Your inner circle, your inner circle sets the foundation, but please don't miss this. Your full circle sets your fulfillment. Your inner circle is for foundation, but your full circle is for fulfillment. You need everybody in your circle that God has assigned to you. The inner circle is what gives you the foundation. The inner circle gives you the strength, the protection, the push that you need, your purpose partners, but you need the full circle to fully uh, maximize and come into the fulfillment of what God has for you. Every single person is important in your life. They're in your life because God has placed them in your life. You need your full circle. You've got to recognize the inner circle for your foundation and understand the full circle is necessary for your fulfillment. Come on. 
God, I thank you, Lord. The Lord gave that to me this afternoon. What am I saying? Your full circle. Everything you need is in your full circle. I'm going to say that again. Everything you need is in your full circle. You need wisdom. The wisdom that God has, somebody's going to speak it to you. He's going to speak directly to you, but there are times you need to hear somebody sitting across from you and say, come on, and giving you the word that God wants them to give you. You need wisdom. It's in your circle, but you have got to access. This is so crazy. Some of us are connected to so many people that can pour into us, that can help us, that can bless us, but we never access the wisdom that people have. We never touch in and we never push in. You need your full circle. Thank God for the inner circle. It is your foundation, but your full circle is your fulfillment. You need the full circle. So you've got to tap into the wisdom that people have because God has placed them in your life. You need the full circle because in the full circle, there are resources. Nehemiah had a problem. He wanted to go rebuild a wall. For four months, he prayed. He did nothing. He prayed. The resources that Nehemiah needed were right in his circle. The king said, Nehemiah, what can I do? What's the matter, man? You're looking down. The king blessed him with all the resources he needed to rebuild the wall. Gave him men. Give him all this stuff. Your resources are in your circle right now. Everything you need is in your circle right now. If you needed something, God will expand your circle. Come on. When you need something else for the next season, God expands your circle. If you need solutions, God's got people that can help you. If it's a parenting problem, he's got some godly people that he's going to direct you to to talk to them. But you've got to be transparent with them. If you need investment advice, if you need advice financially, God has people there that can, that can help you in that and get it. God has people positioned in your circle. You've got to know who is there to help you and who is there to hurt you. We've got to separate the snakes and the wolves. I'll deal with that next week. But we, have, we need the inner circle for the strong foundation. But please don't miss it. You need the full circle for the fulfillment of every promise, every purpose God has in your life. Promises, some of these promises will not be unlocked until you connect to the right people. Because those are the people that will unlock resources, people that will open up opportunities. We need godly influences in the circle. But... I'm going to say something that will shock you. It is not just godly people that God will use in your circle. (laughs) Lord, listen. It is not just godly people that God will use in your circle. God will use people. Listen, the heart of the the king are are in the hands of God. God uses whoever he wants to use. He can use an ungodly king. Not a problem. He can use an ungodly um, business person to bless you. Hmm? He can use somebody that doesn't even know you. Don't even know your name. But there's favor. When Christ is in the center of your circle, favor is all around your circle. Come on. When Christ is the center of your circle, favor is all around your circle. You need the inner circle. Ah. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father God, I release it tonight. God, I thank you tonight. Yes, there's anointing. Father God, I thank you tonight. 
We need the full circle. God has put people in your circle for a reason. Don't discount people. Recognize that God is going to use them. And God is going to use you to be a blessing to so many people that you do not understand. Father God, I thank you for Tatenda right now. God, I speak over her life. Lord, there's things that God is trying to unlock in your life. And God is putting people to help you. Father, in Jesus' name, God, listen. We're going to deal with some things next week, but Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just feel the uh, I just feel the presence of God. I feel the anointing right now. God, I thank you. There is an inner circle being developed. There's an inner circle. There's a strong inner circle. You've got to cultivate that inner circle. Respect these boundaries, relational boundaries. Know who to talk to. Know what you've got to say. But God is going to bring the right people. The right people are there. But you've got to open up to the people and God is going to use people in your in your full circle. We need everybody. We are greater together. Father God, I speak resources right now. There are people that need resources. Father, in Jesus name, I release it right now in the circle. Everything you need is in your circle, says God. Look to God and God will make it clear who is who is going he's going to use. Look to God and he is going to show you. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for my circle. I'm thanking God right now for my circle. Thank God for your circle. You are connected to me. Every person who is on here, you are connected to me for a reason. I'm connected to you for a reason. I'm praying for you. And likewise, God, in Jesus' name, I thank you for the inner circle. I thank you for the people that are close and, 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 and the inner circles that you're building right now. God is speaking to some people and he's going to show you who he's put to help you. Lord, I thank you tonight in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for relationships like Jonathan and David had. I speak that, God, over your people tonight. There are greater relationships that are being developed. Lord, I thank you because there are people in your inner circle that is going to help you when you're on the verge of giving up. God is going to bring the people to lift you up, to bring you out, to bring deliverance. Deliverance is in your circle, says God. Healing is in your circle, says God. This and when God is the center of your circle, there is nothing you will ever lack. There is nothing you will ever need. God uses people. God uses anything. He'll send a raven to feed you. What does that mean in, 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 in today's sense? God will use use different means and mechanisms to bless you. God is, as you obey God, as you're discerning who God has in your circle, you need to understand how to manage. I need to understand how to manage my circle. Father, I thank you tonight. Lord, I thank you tonight in the name of Jesus. Lord, I speak over Florence tonight. God, I speak over Patrice tonight. God, I speak godly connections. Lord, I speak godly connections. Yes, Lord, I come into agreement in that prayer from, from Deborah tonight that, Lord God, everyone in that circle will accomplish their purpose. Oh, that's powerful. I like that. You see, every, per, every person in your circle has a part to play in your story. Every person is necessary. We've got to weed out the snakes and the wolves. We'll deal with that next week. But God is using people to develop your story. God, I thank you tonight for every person here, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, I speak it now in Jesus' name. I speak it in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray that your anointing would rest upon your people tonight. Father God, I pray, Father, in Jesus' name. I'm praying, I'm going to pray something that I prayed on Tuesday night in our service. At the end of our prayer service on Tuesday night, 
God put in put it on me to pray for people that the moment you wake up in the morning, I'm going to say this again. Somebody needs to hear this. God is bringing it to me again. The, the moment you wake up in the morning and before you even get to start your day, there's this sense of loneliness. There's a sense of, uh, of depression that, that is resting on you. But I break it now in the name of Jesus. God is saying tonight, we're going to break this thing in Jesus' name. There's an oppressive spirit. Lord, in the name of Jesus, as, as a community right now, we're standing right now. We're praying against this despair depressive spirit, this spirit of heaviness, this spirit of loneliness. God, I rebuke it right now. I decree that this spirit, we bind it in the name of Jesus and we break it now in Jesus name. I'm praying right now for liberty, for the freedom of God in the name of Jesus tonight. God, I thank you. I come against everything that is unlike Christ. Father, in Jesus name. Lord, tonight I walk into every home by the spirit of God and release the anointing of God. Release the power of God. Release the presence of God right now in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you because you have assigned people to help us. But God, we thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost that knows no limit, knows no bound, knows no 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 boundary, oh God. Father, in Jesus' name, we release the power now in the name of Jesus. Father, I decree tonight liberty over the minds of your people. God, I come against this spirit of frustration. Lord, in Jesus' name tonight, we thank you. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. I thank you. We thank you for people around us. But yet, God, we still got to thank you most for the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And we thank you tonight in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 I feel God here with us tonight. Lord, help us. To understand our circle. I'll say this one more time. Your inner circle is for foundation. But your full circle is for fulfillment. You need everybody. We are connected. We are part of the kingdom of God. We are part of the body. Dion, Richie, good to see you. Amen. Amen. I'm trying trying not to go too long on these streams, but God speaks. Next week, God willing, I'm going to talk about snakes and wolves. We need to understand and and how to discern the snakes in the grass, the wolves, um, you know, the the, the toxic people in our life. We're going to believe God next week for that. And also, I want to say a lot of people have been messaging me and, you know, asking questions. And I do my best to get back to everybody. And also, but, but if there's something that you want me to address, if you think there's a topic that you want me to talk about on the Thrive Life, send me a message. Let me know. Um, love to hear from you. I will do my best to address. Amen. Yuna, thank you for being on. Thank you, everybody, for being on. If there's something specific that you you would love to hear me uh, address, send it. Send me a message. I will. I will do my best. Amen. And we and we uh, we thank God for that. All right. Again. If you haven't already, do me a favor, hit the share button so that someone else can be blessed by this word. Thank you, Deborah, for joining. Thank you, everybody, for joining me tonight. Hit the share button, start a watch party, send this thing somewhere. Marla, good to see you on. Blessings to you as well. I thank God. I know he's doing great things in your life. And again, if there was something that I said tonight or God directed me to say that bless you, put it out there in some way. Tag me on it and, um, you know, just share it with somebody 
Avalon, God bless you. We're praying for you and we thank God for your for your uh, your life and what he's doing in your life. Amen, everybody. Well, God bless you. And as always, I encourage you to tune in if you don't have a home church or if 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 your uh, Sundays at 10 a.m. We go live at our church on the ESPU Worship Center page. Uh, you can plug in and tune in. God is doing some amazing things. And I want to let you know, we do this amazing festival called Taste and See. Um, it's an it's a gathering that attracts a lot of people. We recognize and celebrate cultures from all over the world, 20 different ethnicities. Um, so it's good to see you. I'm praying for you. And this year we have to do it differently because of social distancing and all that stuff. But August the 30th, we're going live. I want to invite everybody on the Thrive Life to be on for Taste and See. You'll see me putting up more promotion about it in the church. That's going to be a blessing. All right. God bless you guys. And I will see you next week. Amen. God bless you. Thank you.